Here we are out in this beautiful day again. Marvelous day. Okay. I'm going to read this morning from Mark. <clears throat> you can pray that this frog leaves my throat. <clears throat> Mark 4, um, 35 to 41. Jesus calms the storm. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we're drowning? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. The word of God. This morning I'm going to be talking about stormy weather. Which we're not having storms today, but there are storms in our lives sometimes. Dealing a little bit with COVID these days. When you were growing up, did you like horror movies? Who here likes horror movies? Aha! Uh -huh. We got one or two. Oh, Jimmy, I didn't know you liked horror movies. <sighs> well, he'll never get me to watch them with him, I'll tell you. You know, you got one way back in my day, and some of you can identify with this. You got one channel, and Friday night was horror movie night. And uh, <clears throat> there was Frankenstein and the werewolf and the mummy and those kinds of movies. And they were horror movies of the olden days. Now, today's movies <laughs> are beyond horror movies. Uh, I, I, I am terrified even to watch the advertisement about them. Oh, they're way too descriptive. They're too terrible. And, but you know, I have grandkids that love them. Grandkids, little kids that watch that crap. I, I just, <laughs> So I got up this morning. And I was in horror because the furnace was running. That's scary. I'm glad it's warmed up because before we left, Jim said, oh, it's pretty cold. You'll get up there. You'll have to talk fast. And I said, yeah, we'll be done by quarter after 10. <coughs> so why am I talking about horror movies? Well, kind of feels like we're living in a strange type of horror movie right now. Actually, Canada is doing well, although if you've noticed, the numbers are going up again. Actually, Canada really is doing well, but we still have to be careful. Nevertheless, we are in a scary, uncertain time. 
We really don't know what tomorrow will bring or what the next news bit newscast will bring us. Yet the Bible tells us, do not fear. Jesus tells us, do not fear. God tells us, do not fear. And yet many of us feel we're living in fear. Fear of going to the grocery store. Fear of someone coughing or sneezing at us. Fear for our grandkids going back to school and for our children who are teachers and healthcare workers. There's fear all around us. But God tells us, do not fear. And we must not allow anxiety or worry to rule our lives. We're not to be people of panic. We're to be people of faith. Now, we don't want to be afraid. We want peace. Peace in our lives. Peace in our world. We want that peace from God that passes all understanding. We want that peace to guard our hearts and our minds. And peace is a very powerful word. And yet many of us struggle with fear and anxiety. <clears throat> and if there's anybody here that says, oh, no, no, I never, I never struggle with fear or anxiety, you're not telling the truth. We all have those moments as humans. As we look at today's scripture, we see some guys who were totally scared and freaked out about something that was happening in their lives. <clears throat> and as Jesus taught beside the sea, a huge crowd gathered around him. And everywhere Jesus went, crowds gathered around him and crowded in on him. And there were too many people sometimes. So Jesus felt if he got into a boat and went out from the shore a little bit, he could teach better. And Jesus never got any rest. So as evening approached, he said to disciples, let's go to the other side. And the disciples, because they were with Jesus all the time, they didn't get a lot of rest either. And so they were delighted to hear Jesus say that. So they headed for the other side, hoping to get a little rest. And you heard the scripture, you know what happened. The winds grew, waters got big waves. They were splashing into the boat. Man, it reminds me of a boat ride in Newfoundland that Jimmy and I had. I told you about that one week. Oh, my goodness. And I'm so glad Jesus was in the boat with us because here we are. We made it. But anyway, the boat was filling with water, and the disciples were scared to death that they were going to die. And they tried to bail the water, but Jesus slept. Remember, these guys were fishermen. They were used to rough waters at times. But they woke him up crying, Teacher, do you not care if we die? <clears throat> and they were asking, Do you not care if we're about to be destroyed? <clears throat> we're about to be killed in this storm? <clears throat> and Jesus was calm. 
He rebuked the wind and the waves, and he said, Peace be still. And the wind stopped, and there was calm. And he said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still not got any faith? <clears throat> and they wondered who he was, that he could do this miracle. Wow. It isn't any different from the questions we ask Jesus when we feel our trials are too heavy. And we begin to panic. <clears throat> Jesus, don't you care that my marriage is falling apart? Jesus, don't you care that my friends have deserted me? Jesus, don't you care that I don't have any money? Jesus, don't you care that I feel so alone? Jesus, don't you care when I want to give up? Jesus, don't you care that my spouse died or my best friend died? Jesus, don't you care that I lost my job? Jesus, don't you care about the coronavirus? Jesus, just say the word and I believe it will be gone. And sometimes we're just calling out, Hello, anybody home? Where are you, Jesus? And so often we feel that our questions and our prayers are not being answered. We never ever question the Lord's compassion and presence when things are going great. But God's compassion is not measured by our circumstances, nor is his kindness limited to our understanding. God cares just as much about us when the storms are raging as when the seas are calm. So Jesus woke up and he spoke three words, peace, be still. And just like that, the storm ended. <laughs> He didn't rebuke the disciples, only the storm. But he did ask them, why are you afraid and do you have no faith? Now, there's a lesson here, my friends. The disciples were afraid because they were used to being in control. And we love to be in control. We forget to give God Jesus the Holy Spirit, the control. They knew how to handle hard situations. They weren't weak. They were tough men, but when, it, when put in a life-threatening situation beyond their control, their faith turned to fear. It happens to us all the time. Instead of putting them down, Jesus simply asked, do you have no faith? What the answer is, well, yes, and no. It's like the father when Jesus came to heal his son, and he said to Jesus, if you can, heal him. And Jesus said, if I can, do you have no faith? And the father said, I do, but help my unbelief. 
They had faith in Jesus, but their faith was not fully grown. Is our faith fully grown? Will it ever be? As human beings, will our faith ever be fully grown to the point where we never fear, we never worry? I don't know. So how do you get the faith that enables you to withstand the storms of life? How do you get that faith? The only answer I know is get in the boat with Jesus. Get in that boat and ride with him wherever he wants to go. We need storms in our lives. We wish we didn't. We wish they didn't exist. But going through hardships helps us grow and mature and discover more about ourselves and lives, and I believe it helps our faith to fully grow. And when it comes to storms, there are times we create our own storms. Times when others create them. And God knows about every one of our storms. Every one of them. And no storm is a surprise to God. The coronavirus is not a shock to God. He knew it was coming. And there are no shortcuts in the storms of life. They're not a detour. They're not a trick or a trap. And they're not sent to destroy you, even so sometimes we think they are. Now, so you don't miss the point, folks. Who told them to get into the boat? Who told them? Jesus! Oh, I'm glad you're awake. It was his idea all along. Now, did he know there'd be a storm? Did he? Did he? Uh-huh. Yeah, he knew. He told them to get in the boat anyway. Did he warn them about the storm? No. That would have ruined the lesson they needed to learn. After all, if you knew you were going to enter a stormy time, would you get in the boat? No way. <clears throat> all of us have, have moments. Some of us have many moments when we feel utterly alone and forgotten by God. When life crashes in on us, even though we've tried to do everything right, we feel God is out helping someone else. In these moments, we have a choice to make. Either we believe that the Lord is not surprised and will use the storm for his purpose and good will ultimately come from it. And we may never know the good, but we must trust that good will come. Or we can choose to believe that Jesus has abandoned us and become bitter and distant from him. And I pray that never happens with any of you. <coughs> Sometimes our path takes us into the storm. Sometimes we see the clouds gathering and we know the storm's coming. 
But more often the winds suddenly rise up and our life, which has been so smooth and wonderful, suddenly turns upside down and we begin to sink beneath those waves. Now, if you happen to be with Jesus, remember this, the boat will never sink. The storm will not last forever. And God promises never to leave you nor forsake you. So here's the point, my friends. In the end, the disciples were filled with awe of Jesus. They see nature, wind, and waves obeying Jesus. Only something God can do. Through this storm and this trial, <clears throat> they're given a new revelation of the goodness and the greatness of God. What a Christ we serve. Trust that the Lord is with you. He is fighting for you. He is your Redeemer, and you are his child, holy and dearly loved and worth dying for. Know that Jesus is with you. In the midst of the storms, the coronavirus didn't shock him. Your hardships and struggles are not too much for him. He's got this. We need to trust that all is well. And all will be well as we sang that last song, Well With Our Souls. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, help us to never forget you are always with us. And help us to want to get into that boat with you, Jesus. To walk through life with you. To know that you are our dearest and closest friend. And that you will never leave us nor forsake us. We thank you for that promise. We all have trials, Father. Help us to learn. Help us to learn the lessons you want us to learn from them. And help our faith to grow to be fully full. That's a hard job, God. Forgive us when we fail. But I think in our humanness, God, you understand when we fear. Fear not necessarily for ourselves, but for those we love. And at this time of corona, there are times we worry a bit, God. So just walk with us, stay with us, and thank you, Father, for your promises. Amen.